All rise and welcome to this sports court of public opinion we call foul play-by-play, providing play-by-play commentary on the week's cheats, cheap shots, and alleged criminals in sports. I'm your host, Anthony Barriano, and I'm joined by Michael Haas, Esquire, our attorney on retainer, and Bradley Haas, our everyman. What you got planned for the big game day, Brad? I just got some food going, a fridge full of beer. Can't uh, I got chili on. 19 bets. Um, 19, yeah. huh? That a yeah, boy I'm... getting after it. How much money? I it's it's it, we can't speak that. <laughs> Cannot utter it out into the world because then it uh, won't come true. <laughs> Just let's say on average twenty dollars per. Okay, so that's your unit a twenty. Yeah. You you play the uh the sports betting like you do the the kino machines, my friend. I don't bet max though. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, are you gonna head over to your bros for some free food and beers? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, really you're only a block this. away. <laughs> I really feel the Super Bowl this year. I'm not feeling it that much either. You're not supposed to say those words either. The Super Bowl or the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, so it's big game big game day or something like that. Oh, football. Can I say Curry football? Yeah. Do they own that too? Probably. Like we're going to be t- somebody's going to send us a cease and desist letter eventually so it's just <laughs> <laughs> just out of the way. if uh y'all aren't familiar with this uh show we do it's called foul play by play it's part of the uh, foul play by play family which you can find on foulplaybyplay.com you can follow us on youtube at minnesota foul play by play on tiktok also at minnesota foul play by play uh and you can find us on substack at uh, gogonzojournal.substack.com we usually start this game or this show with a little game we like to call opening arguments where we let these two brothers argue with each other each other and see where it goes from there um so it's mike won the last one which means brad gets to pick first um and the first item on the docket that i am going to do is emmanuel acho versus the philadelphia eagles which way do you want to who do you want to argue for brad uh, let's go Emmanuel, please. Okay. So on February 3rd, a three-judge panel on the Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court affirmed a workers' comp award to Emmanuel Acho, who played for the Eagles from 2013 to 2015, <clears throat> when a thumb injury ended his career. Uh, with a little more background information, Acho injured his thumb while practicing for the Eagles on August 11, 2015, but didn't keep him out of a preseason game against the Ravens 11 days later. He fractured the same thumb during a subsequent practice and needed surgery. He was released and received three weeks of pay per an injury settlement. Uh, the team re-signed Acho that November, but his thumb remained symptomatic. And a couple weeks later, Acho was cut again. Uh, he auditioned for NFL teams, but uh, Judge Patricia McCullough, on behalf of the Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court, said he could not play at his pre-injury level and no team offered him a contract. So he was awarded his workman's comp claim. And uh, we're arguing whether or not that came sh- uh, claim should have been fulfilled. So since Brad has chosen Emmanuel Acho, that means, Mike, you have to defend the Philadelphia Eagles, correct? They, uh, they might win a big game today, too. They could win a big <laughs> game today. That's who I've got my money on, at least. Brad, who would you bet on? Kansas City, man. Oh, like I- shoot. 
How the I refs will probably make that happen for you. Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> All right, Mike, continue with your argument on behalf of the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, actually, he's suing me, so he goes first. Oh, I'm sorry. Bradley. Well, number one, he gets injured, gets injured again, goes and gets surgery, gets released. Basically, in the state of Pennsylvania, you're firing him. He should be owed workman's comp, a certain percentage of what his salary was, which for that guy being a six-round pick, it's nothing. Um, so, yeah, they need to give him his money. It's it's just like if you get fired from any other place, in, especially injury-related, number one, you're going to get workman's comp. You yeah. should get I mean, bottom line, it's – it's pennies to these clubs and that's the, we're going to get into it in our next argument, which I just, I find it funny that they will not pay this shit out, but they'll tell you that they've got so many billions of dollars in these pools, but they only pay out 3% of it. Like yeah. who's getting the other 97% give the man his couple hundred thousand dollars. You waste more fucking money in legal fees. I mean, for Christ's sake, and just think about all the money that they're raking in today, the, the biggest day exactly. in the NFL's, you know, revenue history. So, I mean, every every big game day is basically the biggest day in the new in the NFL's revenue and, history. And not to, you know, he's he's entitled to it. Not to say that this guy needs it because he's went on. He's not one of my favorite sportscasters, but he seems to be doing well and he's very well liked. Um, I believe he was nominated for a Golden Globe or an Emmy or whatever. Yeah, Emmy. Which I think. one? Um, but yeah, pay the man his couple hundred thousand dollars. Call it good, Mike. Your rebuttal. Yeah, well, Tony. In my arguments, I'm going to pretend to be a Republican for the next couple minutes <laughs> and be the average. This should be fun. The average man. I was just at a. I was just at a retirement party surrounded by Republicans, and we're talking about the NFL and. Me like them, these players make so much money. I mean, that's what's ruining the game. Um, but you already laid out the timeline of what happened. Okay, so he, he injured his thumb, gets brought back by the team. I think he played, then his thumb gets re injured. Um, he needs surgery, then they release him, which is different than firing him. Um, there's going to be a ton of Minnesota Vikings that get released over the next couple days. Um, so I think it is different than getting fired, um, being released, and the fact that he... Why is it different? They, is it because they can they can release you without cause and firing they have to have cause? Is that the difference? I believe so, yes. I mean, look at Adam Thielen, I would assume, gets released. I don't right. think he's going to restructure his contract. Um, but he had the opportunity, tried to come back to the league, to the league nobody wanted him that's no fault of the eagles uh, maybe he should have tried a little harder and to say that he's to say that he's out anything um is laughable uh he doesn't need the money uh he's been on the bachelor apparently as uh, brad just mentioned he's a lead nfl analyst on fox sports runs a nonprofit. He's got a book out. He's not one of these NFL players that actually needs the money. Um, 
and as reference to the big pool of money that the NFL does hold to pay out to players who are injured, thank God the NFL, unlike America, the government, doesn't just throw around its money willy-nilly so it can actually survive. <laughs> if, if the U.S. would take after the NFL a little more, maybe we wouldn't be in this inflation problem we have right now. <laughs> Oh, well, Nothing further, Your Honor. <laughs> Brad, you got anything to say in response? All I got to say for a rebuttal, he did what a worker should do. He went and tried to find employment, didn't just sit on his ass. He looked at multiple teams, didn't get it. So he went back to the state that he was employed in and filed for unemployment until his next gig. Just because you have money doesn't mean that you're not entitled to what shit is owed. That is correct. Are, are we, are we putting is, a? Are we that putting is an fucking, irrelevant argument? <laughs> so are we putting a fucking cap on what you can make now, and then right. after that you just donate your checks back to the corporation? Some of us think we should. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm okay. Not well, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw up. Oh god, I can't even say the words they said. I'm gonna I made myself sick. <laughs> well, it's okay because your argument wasn't good enough to beat Bradley's. I'm gonna rule in favor of Emmanuel Acho, even though I don't like the character, but it doesn't make any difference. The uh, uh apparently according to the laws of Philadelphia, uh he earned his uh workman's comp. Um I find it hard to believe though that a thumb industry uh, uh, injury is the reason why he couldn't, you know, come back. Like we've seen guys play with out thumbs have we not like with just casts on their hand that they used as you know foreign objects weapons and i just that's the most shocking thing to me but it it doesn't change anything about my ruling which uh, which to that just shows how amazing some of these athletes are though and i'm not saying oh, he's yeah. not one of them i would i would think your thumb would be very important for tackling people like <laughs> grabbing yeah. on and pulling people down but but I mean, who is it? Jason Pierre-Paul blew off three of his fingers and managed to come back and play football pretty regularly. But this is a six-round pick, you know. So yeah, it, he was on the fringes from the start, I I think. So okay, well let's stick with the theme. Let's go uh, retired NFL players versus the NFL. Uh, next on the docket, a group of former National Football League players is suing the organization, alleging that it has a pattern of denying disability benefits for those with both physical injuries and mental impairments, despite evidence from medical and team records. Uh, let's see, Michael, you get to choose who you'd like to defend. Oh, I'm I'm in a giving mood, and since I've already got my Republican hat on, I'll be Roger Goodell at wow. the NFL. Wow. <laughs> okay, Bradley, uh, you get to go first. Number one, I just want to say that I'd like to see a former uh, MSU Bobcat in this thing, Joey Thomas. Um, I'm assuming that's the Joey Thomas, and we're not talking about Joe Thomas. Am yeah, correct? no, it's not Joe okay. Thomas, yeah. Okay, perfect. Number one, I mean, and this is where I got the information from, where they have, oh, it's in the $8 billion, $9 billion range of money in this pool, and they only pay out like $2 million of it to these players. They put their life on the line for you. As we've seen Literally, most recently like, with DeMar Hamlin uh, needing to be revived via CPR on the field. So this money that is in these pools shouldn't be for anybody to get paid off. 
it's to pay for the mental health for everything for these players that make you the billions of dollars as the NFL. It, it, it's horrendous. So, and to see that, oh, so this doctor that's an NFL doctor is making this thing. If he makes all the good things for the teams and says the right things that he should, he gets paid X amount of dollars. If he does what his fucking job is supposed to be, we're knocking you down tier by tier by tier. At what point is the NFL going to stop acting like our government and actually take care of its fucking players slash citizens? Help these guys out. Take it over, Republican Mike. <laughs> Republican Mike is a great character. <laughs> no, this... Okay, no, this story, it reminds me of, God, one of my favorite sports movies, Any Given Sunday. I love the team doctor in that one. Right, um, yeah. Even though that really doesn't have anything to do with paying benefits after they already get injured. Um, but, how do I, gotta, I gotta, okay, think like a Republican, think like a Republican. <laughs> get back in the mindset. The worker, right, okay, the worker's the enemy, the worker's the enemy, I got it, okay. <laughs> To quote one of my idols, Roger Goodell, I mean, we, we've we got a system. Okay, first of all, so this isn't a quote. This is Republican Mike. We have a system set up for these types of payments that has that was helped create it by the Players Union and the League. So this is something the union bargained for. That being said, not everybody's obviously going to benefit from it, and we don't want it to. You only want people who really qualify for these. As I guess, you would for any any in health insurance claim, right? So we're obviously going to we're obviously going to believe anybody that comes onto the media and says, "Oh, I didn't get it, and I should have qualified for it." Well, let's let the doctors and the board, this board that was approved by the players union. To make those decisions as because we can't if we give it to everybody then it's actually going to take it take away money from people who qualified for it and really need it oh but like they're going to knock argument, you right please let him finish his argument you'll have a chance to rebuttal brad <laughs> we we want to pretend like there's just we keep throwing out these words like billions there's not this endless sea of money we've got to make hard really? choices <laughs> The NFL doesn't have a money If we don't, we are going to, jeez, you might as well move to Cuba. Hey, the XFL starts on the 18th, baby. Oh, my gosh. Another thing you need to lose money on is XFL games. Your rebuttal, Bradley. So they're talking about the one doctor that was um, uh, doing Willis McGahee. Mm-hmm. And they said that, no, he had no mental problems, no CTE stuff, because he was a black man. So his IQ is going to be lower because he's black. I mean, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're going to say because he got hit in the head playing this sport that it didn't do it? It's because he's an uneducated black man? Like, get the fuck out of town, NFL. Hey, these fuckers. Done. Oh, God, it is really tough being Roger Goodell because I don't know how to come. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a very Without, job. I just don't, oh, my God, how do the how the NFL and a lot of its fans just can't 
my own brain is triggering. Like, where it's just like, I'm going to say something. It's like, this is something a fucking racist would say. Stop it. Stop, <laughs> stop it. it. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Like, I, I have our, almost no interest in this game today whatsoever, except for the three bets I made that, you know, are $20 total, whereas Brad's got 19 of them at $20 a piece. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I can't bring myself to love the sport like I used to because of all of this garbage uh, that it, it just spews out and still manages to attract such amazing revenue. It's insane. Um but if there's no further argument, I'm going to rule in favor of the retired NFL players. Uh, it seems like a pretty easy decision, after, especially given the fact that it sure seems like the doctors, who, as Mike rightly said, were, were approved by the uh, players' union. Uh, but it, I mean, those if they're getting if their pay is determined based on their decisions they're making regarding the the uh, physical health and mental health of the play, the former players and disabled players, boy, that's really problematic. And, and I think we need to go back to the drawing board and rethink this entire system. Would you would you not just as a humanitarian would you not agree that okay so hey doctor if you say that this person has a problem instead of giving you your paycheck for making the right thing. We'll pay these guys out, but you're going to get paid less. Like, it's fucking ludicrous. Well, I it mean, seems like a means to, to very – I mean, it is a means. It, it is certainly fuck. a means for the NFL to limit the amount of money it has to pay out it, to disabled and retired uh, NFL veterans. Anywho, <laughs> so the NFL is dirty. Happy big game Sunday. Woo! Yay! <laughs> All right. God now bless we, Roger Goodell. Somehow we get to talk about Duke getting screwed out by, of another win by officiating. Uh, we uh, talked about it on Minnesota Foul Play by Play, an episode recently where uh, men's basketball was used in the first half of a game. And it's just like, well, how the hell does this happen? Well, in this instance, uh, Duke University men's basketball team was playing Virginia. A game, an incorrect call was made on the final play of regulation, despite it being reviewed. Shocking. I mean, how do you screw it up twice? They screwed it up twice. Uh, so we've got Duke, I guess, suing the officiating crew for a win that they might have had. I mean, it was would have been a foul resulting in two free throws for a guy who was over two from the line in the game, but shoot 75%. So, I mean, instead of those two free throws happening, it went into overtime and Duke ended up losing the game. So let's see. Bradley, you're two for two. Michael, you get to pick who you want to represent. I'm going to I'm gonna take the officials. Oh, boy. He, he's, he's doing what Brad did in the last show, is uh, take all the difficult arguments. That's what we like to see the attorney do. I smell a sweep. Yeah. Do, well, give it your best shot, Bradley. You're up first. Number one, the, officials, the official in the corner made the right call. Obviously. Why? It was the right call made live? Okay. Do I blame them going over to the monitor to check it out? Hell no. That's what you should do if we do have replay. Final minutes of the game. Okay. Number one thing that they're looking for to see if the ball had actually left his hand before time expired. Yes, it did. There is the continuation until the ball has no chance of going into the hoop that you can still commit a foul afterwards. After the buzzer, even. Yes. So, technically, the foul did occur when the clock hit zero. After time had expired. 
yes. It's I, I this is where I'm getting into this shit, and I should quit betting on fucking sports, but I think it's fucking rigged. It's gotta be fucking rigged. <laughs> You are reading way too many conspiracy theories, my friend. Yeah, too many bad bullshit. beats. Following it's too many bad beats on Instagram and, and TikTok. No, I'm telling you, who's to say that these mother and fucking officials don't have a cousin of a cousin of a cousin of a cousin that's putting their paycheck on their game? <laughs> There's no way. How do you make that call? It's a blatant fucking call. We're not talking about following the rules, possibly using the right fucking ball or this or that. You looked at the video, the ball left his hand, there was a foul called on the court. How do you fucking overturn it? I can see if they didn't call the foul on the court. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. We see that shit happen all the time. Right. Kind of place stands, you know, because there's not enough video evidence. The foul was called during the play, and it was overturned. Tell me there's not some fucking conspiracy bullshit going on in that. Well, I think Mike is going to try to. Good luck. The proof is right there. <laughs> Good luck, he says. And I fucking lost the bet because I, of it. Of course I picked you him did. on the money line. <laughs> uh, Michael? I, can't believe, I oh. can't believe that my fucking TV doesn't have a goddamn hole in it right now. I was watching that game a lot, and I, about, I blew a fucking gasket. Like I was like, are you fucking kidding me? God fucking, if there is a God, he hates me. I should have won. Whatever. Fucking fuck. <laughs> this is the best. I, no, if I get fucked over today on the coin toss and the fucking kickoff. You're betting the coin toss? Really? Fucking tails, baby. Yeah. Tails. <laughs> I hope something happens like where it hits somebody's foot. I hope it stands like, nope, straight up and again. down. It lands on the ground and stays straight up and down, and we never figure out who gets the ball first. <laughs> and the opening kickoff has to has to be returned. Okay, let's get back to Duke. Oh, okay, Michael, your rebuttal. I think uh, somewhere in his argument or his rant, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> he did say what he did state what I think is true. I fucking hate it in tie games. Where the fucking game ends on a foul. My thing is let him play it out. Let him play a little rougher during the last five seconds in a tight game. That being said, okay, they made the call on the court. They go to review it. The three of us are sitting here with this rule after the fact. They're in real time. I'm going to tell you, I would assume, well, I would assume officials are a little smarter than, I'm not going to, nope, I'm a Republican, I'm not going to bash cops. You okay. know what I'm <laughs> but, but I'm saying, they don't have the goddamn rule book memorized. Wow. So essentially, I doubt they were even looking at the replay with this rule in mind, which is from Rule 5, Section 7, Article 3C of the rule book. So yeah. It's easy for us to say after the fact they got it wrong when I have a feeling they didn't even fucking remember this rule or were aware of it in real time. That being said, they pulled the foul back. There's no guarantee this Flipowski was going to make the fucking free throw. It was scoreless the whole game. He already missed two free throws. 
And he, if you want to win the game, it's fucking tied in overtime. Go out and win the game. My rebuttal starts with Mike. You you consider yourself an attorney, right? It's not considered. He's he's past the bar. He is. So, who who's the number one people that you possibly hate the most? People who enforce rules. I'll call them because I still got my Republican cap on. I can't talk shit about. The so cops. I will say it. I will say it for you. You fucking hate police officers. <laughs> You, you cannot confirm nor deny that <laughs> statement. You expect them to know the fucking law of the land. Well, before they go they out, they have a do- two-year degree. They they have an understanding of the law that's maybe a third. Oh, I would. They do not have a two-year degree, Tony. <laughs> so, with that being said, they're putting people in prison because they don't know the book, but because you do your job when you're not getting paid to be a Republican from Anthony Variano on this podcast. You tell them you we need make to no know money, the by the way. <laughs> that's my thing. And that's the only thing like, it's good for you, Mike, you're trying to do this. It's a tough thing to do to make this argument. You should know the fucking rules. Number one. I mean, bottom line, you're an official so then, with that being said, should there be repercussions for that officiating crew? If you don't know the fucking rules, what are you doing on a court? I mean, especially oh, they're if they're doing the best is- they can. They're doing the best they can. Yeah, they are. It's a tough gig, man. Deeper I'm- lives matter, too. Bas- basketball <laughs> is one of the hardest. I mean, outside of hockey, I think basketball is the hardest sport to officiate. Just because of the speed of the game, uh, you're running up and down the court. It's physical. Uh, it's it's rough. They, uh, but Anthony, at that point in the game, they weren't running up and down the court. They were looking at a fucking TV. Yeah, monitor. they just run up and down the court the entire game. I mean, that's the thing. They're they're never been more tired than they they will be in overtime, right? Okay. So like, actually, my final my final spiel. What the fuck? What is Duke doing? Why why are you giving the ball to somebody that fucking scored the whole game? Because he's the well, he got a shot right at the rim. Play. I mean, he probably should have dunked it. Like. Like if he would have got fouled. Anywho, as a as an official, I'm I'm ruling in favor of the officials. I understand how hard what? that job is. How are you mad? You're still gonna win. <laughs> uh, it, you know what? It, it's a big rule book. There's a lot of things to remember. You know, I've I've done games and I've forgotten about the infield fly rule. Oh and shit, I forgot there was even somebody on second base. What the hell? How did he get there? I don't know, but he's there now. <laughs> And, you know, there was one time the bases were loaded and somebody threw the ball home and the catcher caught the ball and I waited for a tag. I was like, oh, shit. Tony, you do bring up the best rule in baseball that fucking nobody understands. I mean, that is the worst situation to be in officiating a game where you've got fucking 50 fans yelling at you over a rule that nobody fucking Right. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's also a judgment call, right? What is the infield? Is it exactly all that can be played by an infielder, or is it the dirt? This judgment call was made. It was a foul, and then you. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that it wasn't a foul, and I think there was continuation. But I don't think Duke has a a a court case in in like petitioning for a win because one, they lost the game in overtime. Uh, Two. 
they probably weren't even the better team in in the game in regulation. And three, they made the right call. The review was made, and they managed to screw up the review, which happens all the time, all the time. Like, it's happened to the Los Angeles Lakers this season, like, three times. They've lost three games, and, like, they could be the four seed if it not for officiating. But, uh, yeah, it's just the officials have enough going on. And you know what? It's just – I can understand being mad about using the wrong basketball in a women's basketball game, but when it comes down to a judgment call, uh, you know, especially in a game, it seemed like, you know, those situations, like Mike said, it's not one that those calls are typically made. So it's actually surprising to me that a call was made on the floor of a foul in the final seconds. The correct Um, call. It might've been. Uh, It's again, this is, these are all judgment calls, and just because the officials didn't know the continuation rule, now they do. I mean, and I think you're right. They should be, you know, fined or, you know. They should be fired. Some of their pay or, you know, have to go to an education program to remind them the fucking rules of the game. But, I or mean. Give me my 33 bucks back. <laughs> giving Duke the win is not something that we could do because, like, you know, the guy missed both free throws and, you know. <clears throat> Okay, certainly that they win the game, but you win two to one, Bradley. So thank it's you. Now one to one in this season of uh, opening arguments. So I got, I got, I got some quick stuff to talk about. You oh, guys, really? You, are you all into golf? A little. I how like playing it. Got, how much time do we got left? More than ten. Okay. Um. This has been on my bucket list now for exactly one year. The waste management tour in Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, this tournament makes golf fun. To be sitting at the 16th, just fucking hammered, <laughs> throwing beers onto the green, and it's, like, cool. Like, it's, it's I like mean, I'm The I've Happy Gilmore my, uh, tour event, is it not? It, yes, it is. And, like, I watched it live last year, the guy that hit the hole in one. And, like, still to this day, it gives me chills. They'd be like... It's just a party scene, man, and you're talking shit. It does I sound mean, like fun. Ricky Fowler, the the whole crowd was calling him Small Dick Rick yesterday, and Definitely you can hear it on TV. Like, <laughs> it's like a pro wrestling event. God damn, that is a great chant. It's like watching it, a baseball game in Chicago, Southside. <laughs> no, so just around the just around the 16th hole, and it, it, they they break it down, and it's just a, it's a, like 128 yards. 20-some thousand people are around that thing. They're saying that it's like, what, half a million, 700,000 people go through the The gates for the four days? Wow. I mean, and what better time than the Super Bowl a few miles away in Phoenix? Like, Mm. I'm seeing guys like... Yeah, that those words we're not supposed to say. (laughs) Sorry. I was talking about about smoking. We have no money. (laughs) I was talking about smoking. A Super um, Bowl? Smoking a yeah. Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's legal now in Montana. That's right. No, but like, I think, honestly, like, I think that would be fun. Because you, Anthony, I know you're trying to work on your stuff. You could be as fucking belligerent as you want to here. You might get punched in the nose, but you're not going to get kicked out. Like, that's, it's like, they expect you to do this stuff. Like, it. So, wait, you think we should all go out there, get smashed, and do shows? 
I would love to do a show. I'm down. Like that would be funner than shit. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. I mean, we got to get there though. Like these fucking clowns are there like at one thirty in the morning, and it's a dead fucking sprint to get there because it's all general admission shit. Oh like, it's, yeah, it's standing room only. Oh yeah, God, is, is John Daly so golf? Yeah. Hell he yeah, probably does down. like the longest drive stuff on the the uh, you know before the tournament starts. Speaking of him, have you guys watched him? Have you watched his thirty for thirty or whatever it is? Of course, unbelievable. Yeah, like wildlife you led. No, and this this shows you like I think why you need to be educated when you come into these sports and get this type of fucking money because he just pissing it away on gambling and freaking booze and drugs. Like, and he won one fucking tournament, you know, for a while. And like had all this fucking money coming in. Like, other than that, golf's boring to me without <laughs> Tiger Woods. But this shit, oh man, it seems like it'd be a fun live event. They've been talking about it on the Levitard show for a long time as a, an event they want to go to. But we've only got seven minutes left, so we're gonna get to the sports law news of the week. Uh, well, it hasn't happened yet, but it's gonna happen this week. It sounds like Diamond Sports Group, uh, i.e., Bali Sports is going to file for bankruptcy this week. Um, And we're going to talk about what that means for the teams uh, that are represented or broadcasted by Bali Sports, the regional sports networks, and uh, the subscribers, like me. I'm one of them. Uh, So MLB announced interest in taking over Diamond RSNs, uh, that's regional sports networks, to make sure games continue to be broadcasted. But uh, what about the NBA and NHL, which is going on right now? Uh, so, Mike, can you kind of give us a breakdown of what this bankruptcy means? Uh, I know it's just a means for them to protect their assets, and so they don't have to, you know, pay the $140 million they owe. Certainly. Well, no, and I, from my understanding, <clears throat> like, this year, um, Valley Sports are, like, when I watch a fucking Twins game, and you got Glenn Perkins, blah, 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 it's still going to be that for this year while bankruptcy plays out. Yeah. I mean, they're still going to be covering the games, broadcasting the games, but this would be likely the last year for a sports fan like you who lives in blackout areas. I think it's going to be great because I think it's going to finally push the MLB to do kind of like what soccer did and make essentially streaming services, kind of like MLB TV. Well, that I, they, were not the, to, not to, they pioneered that. They were the first streaming service exactly. professionals. Not so, to cut you off, Mike, but it'd be like ESPN. What ESPN Plus did with hockey is yeah, fucking fantastic. Yeah. I hate I hate to have a monopoly on it like that with one company, especially a huge corporation like oh. ESPN taking all the money. But for fucking six dollars, the amount of bullshit you get on that network is no, I don't think. Oh, I'd be watching so much tennis this year. Western and Southern Open, fucking Miami, the the Austin Open, uh, Indian Wells, all of that. It's you get like every court that's available on those complexes, up to like dozens of courts, and you just flip between whatever you want to watch. Ladies uh, doubles, uh, girls doubles. They've got the junior competition as well. And that's what's that's what's nice about it. And ESPN doesn't raise their prices yet. Like they're going to. Because Which, they might spin off Hulu because they've, they've lost – everybody's losing subscribers all of a sudden. But might continue uh, with some details about the bankruptcy. 
Well, that so this year it should run <clears throat> for the fans. It'll feel like this didn't happen. I'm saying next year though, I think it's gonna. From what MLB is saying, I mean they've already got a platform that runs very well. It's going to be more expensive than like MLS or anything, I would assume. Which is exactly why I locked in for an entire year yesterday. Yeah, but it's going to be more beneficial because I remember when I had MLB TV when I lived out in Minnesota. It's like well, I got this to watch the fucking Twins. I can't it's watch useless. The twins. Absolutely useless. So it was yeah. useless. Um, so I'm hoping, and it sounds like if MLB takes it over, you're going to get rid of blackout games because they realize, I think they realize that you just need more people watching the game regardless. Right. Well, this doesn't this matter if they're in the park ballpark or not. It's, right. The state of Minnesota needs to be watching its twins. This like bankruptcy is a direct result of a lack of, of viewers for baseball, not the NBA or the NHL. Am I right? Say that again. This bankruptcy, Bali Sports' failure, is a result of the lack of people watching baseball games because that's the bulk of the broadcasts. It's a well, high yeah. 62 games no, I don't, compared I don't, to 82 at the most. For basketball. I don't think you blame this. You don't, you don't, I don't think you can entirely blame this on the viewer because it's – Well, no, I'm not blaming it on the viewer. Cutting, I'm just saying MLB doesn't have viewers, have very many viewers. But they also, under this situation with, like, Bally Sports – most people are moving away from corded cable. So my thing is if Valley's tied to that, so, I mean, it's tied to a cable package. And if you're moving away where you're streaming all your entertainment, it's, they need to make it easier for people to watch their sports well, they teams have as Bally opposed sports to streaming now. You can get the, the app. But that's what I have. You know, it's, uh, I did the math. It's about a dollar a game. If you consider all of the baseball games and WNBA games I watch. So it's one eighty nine for the year, which is dirt cheap, just dirt cheap. So this could really affect the revenues of the teams that are broadcasted by Bally Sports North, though, or by Bally Sports. Uh, well, no, this because we don't know what's going to happen with the funds that are owed to these teams. Right. I mean, they're making decisions. Thank God we got Korea before they went uh, bankrupt. Right? <laughs> well, and our our deal is up at the end of the year, anyways. So. I mean, it could end up in better hands, but I mean, no, and it's gonna it, it's gonna be complicated once they once Bally's officially done, because shit, it's I think it's like half half of Major League Baseball that was covered. Teams, I think, yeah. So if if they're gonna be if MLB is gonna create its own thing, we're gonna get a lot of pushback from the Dodgers, the Yankees, yeah. the big market teams that already have that control regions yeah. and they're making fucking tons oh of money yeah. the s network there's fucking yankees fans all over the goddamn planet but it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to those then because set if if all 32 teams are going to come under one umbrella you better believe that oh, they'll the be dodgers yankees yeah are going to be getting more of the revenue because they're drawing in more of the viewers. But it might yeah. not be as much as they get now. There might end up being revenue sharing in those deals, more revenue sharing with smaller market teams. Brad, you got so anything I, else on this? I would say that, you know, MLB.com is already doing it. I mean, yeah. would you subscribe to that? I don't know how what percentage they're paying to the Yes Network or to, you know, 
whoever else owns their own stuff. I don't know what they're paying. I mean, like, I, I'm subscribed on DirecTV to MLB Extra Innings, which is a knockoff from, you know, the MLB.com. MLB.TV. Same difference. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No worries. Um, I don't no. know where that goes, it's... but I watch all the games. I mean, like, like I say, it, it's all going to go streaming at some point. Might as well get ahead of it. Well, ESPN no, that's... would be awesome, but that I don't, I don't know if he, ESPN could afford it, but then we're going to be paying twenty seven bucks a month yeah. for ESPN Plus, and, right? Which wouldn't no, be that's... worth, yes, but it's kind we're of nice. Out, that... We're running out of time, folks, so I got to do my closing. We'll... Thanks for watching Foul Play by Play and listening to Foul Play by Play. Find us at foulplaybyplay.com. Love you, boys. Peace. Baseball starts. Enjoy the big game. Go Eagles.